three, two, one. with the latest joke from grandson Luke. What do you got? All right, who's participating with me? I am. No matter what you say, no matter what I say, you answer, I'm a man. Okay. Okay. What you wo- woke up in the morning. I am I'm a, a man. man. Got dressed and went out for a party. I, I am, am a man. man. Went to the party and had a good time. I, I am, am a man. man. You saw a very good-looking woman at the bar, and you walked over to talk to her. I I am am a man. man. (laughs) The woman whispered in your ear. I I am a man. man. (laughs) Oh, they got me. Isn't it nice that third graders are telling transvestite jokes? Absolutely. We're so woke in this country. We're so woke in this country that uh, it's now a third grade joke. You know, I got new material, Patrick. I jumped right in there with I'm a man right there. Couldn't wait to say I'm a man. So my uh, my crowd is an eight and five year old at okay, home, yes. and uh, I usually get my best material from my man, the Rook. Yes. And I got the eight year old really really good over the weekend when I said, "Buddy, what's the difference between roast beef and pea soup?" And he said, "I don't know." I said, "Anyone can roast beef." <laughs> <laughs> and he thought that, that was, was the, the funniest thing he, he had ever heard. He couldn't wait to go to school to get put in the corner oh, yeah. for telling that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to, uh, Just so you know, I would have had my rim shots ready, but we have a new system yeah. here, and I don't know where they are. This is, uh, by the way, this is a combo platter. This is yeah. uh, Garage This is Monday Logic. Night Sports Talk Garage, Garage Logic, Logic Combo All right. in the mayor's yeah. absence. Can I ask one question? Yes. What in the hell happened yesterday with our Vikings, and can it happen again? Well, it certainly happened in uh, January of 1988 when they uh, went to New Orleans and beat the hell out of a New Orleans team not as good as this one. But they were a 12-4 and four outfit that year, weren't they? Uh, they were good. Yeah. yeah. Well, they were 12-3, and, three and, three and the uh, they were 2-1 and one in strike games. So they were 10-2 and two and had a nine-game winning streak. Oof. When the Vikings went in there after losing two in a row, and we all badmouthed them, <laughs> I referred to them as the backdoor gang. And that yeah. was – this was, this was, again, less woke times, too. <laughs> really? yes. We didn't even think about were it. Were you on that trip? You were on that trip. Oh, God, yes. Is that when Studwell uh, read you the riot act no, in the locker room? I, I think they were so happy they didn't – they might have waited until Monday, <laughs> Monday or Tuesday. But uh, Bobby Abair was the quarterback yeah, then. That's right. And uh, they just, I mean, Anthony Carter, they scored right off the bat. Uh, Kramer threw an interception, right? I think they scored way. Uh, they started Kramer. He and already played 10 plays. He, he dropped got two snaps, and they brought in Whiskey Wilson. And <laughs> uh, and it was 7-7, seven to seven and Carter brought back a punt 84. Four yards. And they had and a Hail Mary right at before. At the end of the half, yeah. Hassan Jones to Wilson, and that made it 31-7. to seven. And that festive New Orleans crowd <laughs> seeing its first ever playoff game uh, by the Saints. They had never had a winning season. 
uh, in 20 years, 20 previous years, booed the hell out of them oh. when they ran off the field. <laughs> and uh, then, Gosh, uh, Pat, I'm yeah. looking at this, the box score, and you're exactly 44 right. 44 to 10. 44 yeah. to 10. And then the next week, they went out to San Francisco, and the only time in Joe Montana's career he got hooked for non-injury reasons. Ooh. And that, of course, is uh, Reggie Rutland's interception before he became Naju Mustafi and Sid, Sid running down the press box thing and go, yelling. Now, he's only 67 or so then, so yelling, uh, yelling, uh, go Reggie, go Reggie, go Reggie. <laughs> Violating the no cheering in the press box right. uh, rule almost, uh, you know. Uh, and they, Anyway, and they, they you know, Carter had 10 catches for 210 yards or something I like remember that. Jerry Rice being interviewed and saying how that he thought that 87 team was one of the best they had in that run that the 49ers had. What is yeah. wrong with you, Pat? What? 10 catches for 227 yards? I mean, it's it's like sealed well, I on just your wrote, head. I just wrote about this uh, a week ago, 10 days ago or so. Yeah. So when they started, when it looked no, like no, this take is where the they were going. No, take, take the accolades. <laughs> what the hell? Well, I'd take the accolades if I didn't lose my glasses, my readers today in an eight-foot walk. In an eight-foot area, I lost them. And I had to look in the refrigerator to make sure I didn't put them in there. Then I would take more accolades, right? It's hard well, that's take. like when we were doing the ride. And I remember you specifically laid out some stats from a Viking Lion Thanksgiving Day game. Yes. And then I followed it up with, what'd you have for lunch? <laughs> and you said, I don't remember. <laughs> yes, I believe it was uh, 87 yards or something. Yes, they had the Lions on a Thanksgiving Day. But <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was as good as a Viking team's ever played in the playoffs. That's the only... Viking team to win two road games in the playoffs. Now they haven't had that many opportunities because mm-hmm. they've opened on at home a lot more than mm-hmm. they've opened on the road. But and uh, then that's when this what, is the best performance they've had under Zimmer. Easily. Oh God! Well, he never coached this well in his entire life. This no. was Zim's when he put the two. He said, "Okay, their guards aren't any good and their tackles are great. Yeah. I know. I'm going to take Hunter and Griffin and let them run past the guards." Mm-hmm. And what is amazing is. Peyton never called a timeout and what was he doing? say, hey, fellas, come over here. Let me draw this out, what you're doing. I don't <laughs> no. think they had any idea. Well, even the and then end you of... got Sendeo in the slot. <laughs> yeah. They don't know what's going on. But even the end of regulation, when he let the clock run and then took the 10-second runoff, I kept thinking, I'm glad he's doing it because I want the purple to win. But what the hell is Sean Peyton thinking here? Yeah, they I, were I, just I, so casual about the end of the regulation drive. Yes, yeah, so that whole time they were taking too much time. It was like, okay, if we if we if we get this game tied, we're going to win. Right. And, uh, but trusting you, a kid that had missed a field goal well, at the end of the first very, half. He's a hell of a kicker, though. Yeah, sure. He's 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 made, what, but, but, but I mean, but don't try, try to score a touchdown. Well, yeah. yeah. You haven't game? been that good defensively against these guys. Dalvin Cook, Cook do make a difference. Though, Ooh, yeah, he Yikes. does. He is good. You know, uh, Judd and I were talking about it. You know what? You know what he has going for him? Velocity. <laughs> when he hits the line, oh, yeah. he's going yeah. fast. And uh, the first two yards is an explosion. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then if you don't get him down mm-hmm. then, then look out. Well, and you think back, too, because they called the one. He had a 15-yarder, or maybe it was Madison, Talking just rushing in general, but that got called back because of the penalty. Yeah. Remember that one yeah. early second half. 
And you that think, was a well-officiated game, though, because they didn't throw 100 flags. I agree. They threw a few. A couple of them were goofy, the holds, but, uh, you know. The the fact the Saints want to whine about Rudolph, they were basically hand fighting down there, and he said, "Get away from me." Yeah. They aren't going to call that. The Saints should kick themselves in the head for having a five foot ten guy. I, you know, I'm not Mister Football, but I said to the guys I was watching the game with, "They're going to throw it to Rudolph here." Right? They, He's six know. six. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, to single cover him with a small run, a small uh, back. I didn't. Th- and everybody's giving Cousins great accolades today. I didn't think he was that good for three quarters. Two he made half. a couple of really good throws, but outside of that, he was ordinary. Uh, yeah. yeah. Although his throw to Thielen, even that was a great Thielen pass. made a great catch, a but nice that catch, was a hell of a throw. Yeah. As Robert Mikulski was watching the game, <laughs> I got a text, and of course, he did the obligatory. Um, Cousins has got to go. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, every, every where? where? Uh, he what did he he said yeah this is this guy cousins has got to go okay. and by the end he was saying uh, give him me, a five year deal yeah, yeah right exactly <laughs> you know I was telling Judge Judd this today though gentlemen we always want consistency of performance right and we cannot understand why performance isn't consistent sure. I believe and more there's... in football than any sport because they're only sixteen. I think it's how you wake up in the morning. I mean, they played against Green Bay like they were all drugged. Yeah. And now they come out against a better team than Green Bay, although maybe not that much better, and kicked their ass. And I, you know, well, you know, there's times when you – when you guys come in and do this show and you're just not at your optimum. Well, right? Very rare. But I, yeah, think, very, I think very it rare. can be explained. A wise there's man. times when the mayor's indifferent. Well, the, speaking of him, there's a line. Monday, why can't Tuesday they do was, that every night? Every night. Why yes, can't they right. do that every night? Yes, exactly. yeah. Well, why can't Who we? was it? it was, was it, uh, what's his name, Williams? Lou Williams scored 50 for the Wolves? Yeah. Somebody, no, yeah. no, no, no. Rav. No, not Lou Williams. He never played here. Oh, but, but you're, it was you're somebody, right. some obscure Wolves player uh, that had a fifty-point yeah. night. No, Corey Brewer. Corey Brewer. It was Corey 50. Brewer. I'd beat him in a game of horse. He had fifty. <laughs> Why know? can't he do that every night? <laughs> yes, <I'll try>. right. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it's just it, that's what makes sports fun. Yes, isn't it? Absolutely. Yes. Sometimes you stink, and sometimes you're great, and we all know what. And you, what's my battle cry? We all know what's going to happen unless it doesn't. That's right. <laughs> huh? yeah. Did you, uh, Patrick, did you see, speaking of the Packers, our, our guy, Mr. Reavers, here yesterday I, I on, on Twitter? What? Oh, you're you going to bring this up. Then I'm going well, to pull up my original he, tweet because Pat's going to side with me. Okay. Well, uh, on what? Just well, go ahead. Go I agreed. Ahead. His original tweet basically was. Uh, hold on, that, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's, get, the, let's get it straight here so that uh, we have were context. You in the, here. Were you in the beer? Oh God! Yes, if I can play, it'll, it'll, it'll be obvious. Mind, of course, it'll be obvious right. when we read the second. All right, here we go. Give, give me your original. I'll 20, read the other two. Twenty-three hours ago, I said the following on Twitter: Leading a playoff game, I think this was when they were up thirteen to ten in the first half. Okay, uh-huh. the Vikings were up thirteen to ten. Leading a playoff game on the road, and your star wide receiver throws his helmet on the sideline in frustration over not getting the ball. That tells you everything you need to know about Stephon Diggs. Hashtag Vikings. Now, okay. uh, that was answered by one Devontae Adams, okay. wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers, who said, you don't know bleep about him. Passionate, competitive, and holds himself and his squad to a high standard. Wow. Mr. Reavers answered Mr. <laughs> Adams with, 
Thanks, Devante. You must have missed the part of the broadcast where Troy Aikman said basically the same thing minutes after I sent this tweet. But, hey, you play 11 games a year, so I should concede. <laughs> now you're ripping Devon. Did he respond? No, but the Packer fans did. Oh, okay. <laughs> the that's Packer good. fans came after that's me. That's good. Well, and then accuracy good. check? What do we uh, – How? how uh, he would, played 12. How okay. would Devontae Adams – Thank you. That's uh, what we were wondering. Because yeah. I didn't tag. The... I got a hunch he's not a follower. No, something. yeah, you're you're making somebody a good assumption. in Green Bay might have somebody in Green Bay. Well, might Johnny have pointed this you. out I, to me today when I got here. I didn't know that he and Diggs were buddies. Yeah, they're oh, buddies. So they I'm sure game. he was looking for anything to stir it up. Mm-hmm. Well, but how would he just run across that? Because you I didn't tag Diggs. You no. didn't tag. Mm-hmm. I didn't all, tag anybody. All you said was hashtag score. It was interesting though that he was. That he was throwing a dance. But it just shows you how thin-skinned these guys are. Yeah, but go back to 98. You know, these guys, Randall Cunningham would run off the field and he'd have Carter screaming at him on one (laughs) side and Moss on the other because they both wanted to be the guy. Carter couldn't stand the idea that the kid was becoming the guy. So Moss would see Carter screaming at Dead. Cunningham, so he'd run over there and start screaming at him. And with Dante, oh, who was young and impressionable, it was worse. Yes. They were always screaming yep. at Dante. And Dante, I kept looking down and saying, Dante, you're six foot three. You yeah. weigh 270 right. pounds. Him. Punch him in the face. Yeah. Both of them. With, with Dante. You can take their two heads. You can take their two heads and smash them together. Why are you taking this crap? But with Dante, it always reminded me of. Two dogs picking on one other dog, and he'd yeah, be trying to right. hide in the corner. <laughs> well, Carter once told me that uh, that uh, Dante Dante had great self doubts. Was his biggest uh, was he he'd growing up, you know, in a bad circumstance, and uh, he had he never he acted, you know, with gold chains driving the Ferrari or whatever the hell he was driving. He acted. The part he said, but he had uh, he was uh, he he wasn't that really? fully confident in himself, well, and it's too uh, bad because the kid had every you know, know that was not an issue for Randy or Carter. No, <laughs> no, 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 it was not. No, but it was uh, you know that was uh, interesting. Diggs is you know they. I wonder if they still stole his two hundred thousand or not. I don't know, he but you know come what? Back and shut up. I have a feeling, and I told John this before the show. I think he gets traded this offseason. Yeah, but he can strikes... you do that after Thielen got banged up? And uh... but number one, they're gonna they're gonna have no cap money, you know, after the this season. The cap's going up twenty million. Oh, it is. Yes. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Well, you maybe they what, won't. I'll tell you what I do though. He just doesn't strike me as a Zimmer guy. I tell you who wouldn't be an Egan if I was them, Dalvin Cook, because you're you got a year left on your rookie deal, and you know damn well if you play eight games next year, they're gonna try to screw you. You got to go and get him to pay you right now, right? Mm-hmm. And Danielle Hunter, I'd say, <laughs> fellas, remember that new contract I signed? Uh-uh. I'm not going to be there, and you can do anything you want about it because you got it. That guy is a monster. Yeah. I told them, I said, it, it's too bad that they vote on all that stuff before the regular season because he could be defensive player of the year. Well, He's that good. He is. I think he. Is. But here's the folly of the Pro Bowl, though, is. Eric Kendricks, first team All Pro, right. Eric, and not in the Pro Bowl because right. he didn't make it last year. And the dummies who vote uh-huh. for it say, "Who made it last year?" You know, <laughs> that's, that's all they vote for. You know, I, I told you guys this that I, when I used to be the sporting news guy, and and I'd have to get the Golden Glove ballots. 
you know, go around mm-hmm. the clubhouse and the guys who'd been there, the 25 guys, you'd do it like at the end of August before all of mm-hmm. the other guys. And basically, I filled out all 25 of them. And they said, who should I vote for? You know, <laughs> they, they had no idea. You know? And that's how the sausage is made. Yeah, <laughs> now, I, I think they got a little more formal system now, but back then they did. But it was uh, phenomenal. Uh, four days after the uh, Gophers had their nice performance. Yes. So the Gophers. They took over the Twin Cities sports market there for 72 for hours. Now you're just another afterthought, like always. Boy, you know what, though? During that Gopher Bowl game, I had one eye on the Gophers, and I had the other eye on Patrick Royce's mentions on Twitter. Yep, they were all <laughs> mad at me. They were all mad at me because the Gophers won. What did I do? You know? Yep. I like having P.J., just like I had liked having Denny Green. They keep me young. PJ keeps me young. Keeps me, you know, I'm watching the game, and my whole time my mind is saying, what smart-ass thing can I say on Twitter? You know, Twitter's ruined my watching experience, though, because I'm, you know, I can't tell you the number of times I think of something I have to pull off the road and uh, text it. Well, and that's why I contend because they had something came out. Maybe you even had this in the news on Garage Logic, Johnny, but about the top uh, whatever top TV events of the last year, and of the fifteen, eleven of them were sporting events because yeah. no one wants to. You know, we're all glued to social media, <laughs> mm-hmm. and we don't want to watch things either delayed or or recorded and then watch them back. Well, as I've been saying uh, for a day, though, uh, I don't know why the New Orleans fans are mad. Tulane won. So, <laughs> by the way, so I'm, uh, I haven't, I haven't written it yet, but uh, I talked to. Uh, I told you guys, I think last week, I love Ed Orgeron. Yes. You know, I love him as a character, and I talked to his best high school buddy, who then played football with him at Northwestern State, which is down there in Louisiana. And then I talked to another guy who played at college football with him named Mojo. And, uh, Mojo. and I'm going to write a column for Thursday on these, uh, oh, man, alive. I mean, as far down on the bayou as you can get, you know, way down Can there. you even understand him? Oh, you can't understand him. And uh, But I said that you've heard his voice. You know, yeah. the, the, you got the combination of Cajun. I said to his buddy, Mojo, I said, no, the other guy, uh, Mojo. Uh, Brian Arsenal is the other guy who's a full-blooded Cajun, too. He's sure. a little tough. I says, so he's, when did he get that deep voice? He said, when he was about eight. <laughs> <laughs> but his mother is Coco. Oh, She's boy. still alive. Coco and his and, and Brian Arsenal, they lived a quarter mile apart. And Brian Arsenal's mother is uh, Fury, is her nickname. Fury, Fury F U R Y. And I said, How'd she get that name? And he says, Just like you could, just like you'd expect, she could go from zero to a hundred faster than anybody ever. <laughs> and I said, Well, how's she doing? I said, She's still alive. He said, Yep. Two cancer surgeries in her 80s, nothing's changed. <laughs> Boy, he was made to coach the LSU oh, Tigers. Oh, God. Central I mean, casting. If, if you have a Hollywood movie, oh, yeah. let's Central get casting. Ed. Let's He's get Ed. There's some stories, though. Uh, I'll give you one line the guy said. You know, he was a bit of a fighter in his youth when he got some bars and said he got in some bars, he said. He'd rather fight than eat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
you know, he got fired. At, he, was the, he was the line No, in Miami. Oh. He was the line oh, coach right. for the University of Miami for Jimmy and then Dennis Erickson. He got in a, he was back home recruiting or something, and he got in a bar fight in Baton Rouge. Got Baton Rouge and head head butted some guy, <laughs> and ended up like get it was originally charged as a felony assault. You're he got me. Out. No, that's he got fired. He head butted. That's why he quit drinking. Okay, yeah. well, good reason, good idea. But he got fired there, and he spent a year just. You know, shoveling shrimp down in uh, Louisiana. Wow. You know, Louisiana has been the uh, the end of the road for many uh, hardcore drinkers, huh? Oh, and that yes, be... it is. Yes, it is. Man, <laughs> started their sobriety. I'm not there. a fighter, though. I'm a lover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it Louisiana where you called for the, yeah, the wake-up call? Wake-up yeah. call. 7.45? No, 7.30 wake-up call, and it was 7.45. <laughs> I went down several times that night walking down Canal Street. I was I, I was definitely over the legal limit. Sure. Because yeah, I remember the sun rising, and I'm walking down Canal Street, and it's winter, so it's got to be fairly late, right? Although yeah. it come, you know, down there, it sure. comes up a little earlier because uh, at that time of year, and uh, at least four or five times in, in about five blocks, I went to my knees and got back up and got I got in there and uh, yeah yeah that was that town was bad news i always said the worst thing about that is they wouldn't stop serving you oh, <laughs> the nice thing about the nice thing about being an alcoholic in Minnesota is they, yeah. You got a cutoff. Yeah, you're 115. Get the hell out Come of here. Come on, Mac. Down there, they allegedly closed at four, but if you wanted to keep drinking, oh. they, you know. But and you want the and, Super Bowl there every year, New Orleans. Oh, it should be yeah. there. Yeah, it, because it's, it's the, the parties in a concise area is what makes it so great. It's not all spread out. Even like here, there wasn't, I mean, downtown it was pretty good, but. Like it was, I was I covered two in L.A. You didn't even know it was in town, you know. Right. Where where are they where are they at? But New Orleans, you're there for the Super Bowl. You'd go down to Bourbon Street and start screaming at women to show you their uh, <laughs> right. show you their breasts, and they do it. You know, it's a nice That's system they got there. It is. It doesn't really it work is. around here. Yes. <laughs> hey, how you doing not, there? Not in the winter. No, no. Now right. wait a minute. I got to take off my coat here. <laughs> right. Take off my parka. <laughs> snowmobile. Hey, honey, take off your snowmobile suit. Show us your uh, good. Can you yeah. imagine when that thing goes to Las Vegas? Oh God, that's going to be unbelievable, and they're going to—it's it's, going to end up in that town about every four years. Oh, they'll so. be in heavy rotation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. L.A., Vegas, and then they'll let the other people have it once in a while. Have they been awarded already? Well, they—I'm sure they will. I don't know if they have. No, they haven't yet. I okay. think they want to see the finished product. But uh, why well, drove uh, by it? That thing's beautiful. Is it massive? And it's right off the freeway. Is it yeah. as, does it stand as high as the the Viking Stadium? It would, I would put it on par. It's not as big as Cowboy Stadium, but it's it's the same size as US Bank. Roughly the same yeah, size I as US agree. Bank. I don't know what I don't know what it seats. I would assume sixty five, seventy thousand, but it's mm-hmm. it's definitely size wise comparable to US well, Bank. Well, January eleventh, uh, everybody before the kickoff should pause for a moment to remember the fiftieth anniversary of that first Super Bowl. Uh, January eleventh. The Chiefs twenty three, the Vikings seven Ooh. in cold, cold gray Tulane Stadium. Oh, that's right, because the Superdome wasn't done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when I uh, that's when I sat next between Jim Murray and Red Smith and was hungover as a human being could get. <laughs> 
Cam on said, the Here we are, boys, three of the greatest sports writers that ever lived. <laughs> I love that line. That's beautiful. Uh, football, 65,000, expandable to 72,000. Okay. Soccer, 61,000. Wow. Oh, good. Yeah. Soccer, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. We could have a soccer game in there. Well, and that's what I always wondered why they they moved the Chargers because I thought they loved going to the Super Bowl in San Diego because that was a great setup, wasn't yeah, but it? They had a lousy stadium. No, it was a terrible stadium. No, but I meant the setup for all the parties and everything oh, like that. Oh, hell yes, because yeah. everything was downtown. San Diego, how could it not be? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but they, uh, you know, and they're old, old town. They got a lot of spots to go and raise hell too, but. Uh, yeah, but that they're not bringing it back to right. an old, old beat-up baseball right. park anymore. Well, are, is there a stadium? Sh- Last stadium named after a sports writer. That's Jack right. Murphy. Jack, Jack Murphy. Murphy. Yep. Yeah. Although Sid might be lobbying to have somebody name one after him. <laughs> if he makes it to 100, he might get one. Yeah, you, he'll make it for the new stadium. When U.S. Bank starts getting a little rusty and they're going to put up a new one. So I went over and did a thing on Tyler Johnson and his North connection the other day, and I was talking to Larry McKenzie, the basketball coach over there, and they were honoring him the next day on Saturday. He said, you know, we got to honor, we got to honor Sid. You know, I said, when he's, he's going to be a hundred and he, we, he attended North high school. Mm -hmm. He didn't make the, uh, didn't make the, uh, diploma stage early for the draft. Yeah, he left early, but, but he said, but you think he'd come over? And I said, you give Sid a plaque. He'll come over. Don't worry. <laughs> deliver it up the front. Just don't expect him to stick around after he gets the plaque. He'll come in on his walker with his uh, with the young lady helping him and bring the plaque and get the hell out of there. But, yeah, he'll come over. He'll drive by and stick his arm <laughs> out the window. <laughs> he'll come over for the plaque. Uh, it's, uh, that's for sure. So. Did Tyler, did they try to get him to play basketball here at the U? Because he was a well, hell of a yeah, basketball but, player. Well, he, that's what McKenzie said. He said they'd probably try to get him, but he's got to be working out for the draft. You know, all those guys work out for the draft now before the combine. Well, I guess I meant when he first got to campus. Did they I try? don't know if they did. They, did they have the depth problem they have now? I can't remember. Yeah. If it was Mussy, he would have had him starting for him. You know, he had Dave Winfield. <laughs> well, that would have been on the heels of their fantastic 8-23 and season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He could have played for him, no doubt about for it. For sure. Yeah, he was. A, that was the best catch I've seen in college football. That was pretty damn good. Oh, man. That was well, you watched good. it I think it might have moved him up about two rounds in oh, the draft, sure. too, because he was because he's not blazing fast. But you, know? you watch it in real time, and you think, there's no way he's in bounds. Mm-hmm. You know, when you see it in real time, and then you, wow, he he actually got yeah, his yeah. foot down. Well, we, by coincidence, when we ran the thing, I said this. I, I was looking up some of his North High School thing and saw the photo of that dunk that he had in the state final game when he's, like, out of the building and dunking. And Aaron <laughs> Levinsky, our, the wonderful Star Tribune photographer, took that photo. And then he took the photo of uh, the the catch, the good, the great Star Tribune photo of the catch too, and we ran those side by side in the print edition on uh, on Saturday. It was pretty good, yeah. Because uh, you know, McKenzie told me that his wife said, oh, "That's the same thing he did when he made that catch." <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, so it was uh, it was interesting, but I didn't quote PJ in the uh, in that uh, column and got a lot of heat for for not. You know, we haven't had enough PJ quotes on Tyler Johnson. We needed some more, apparently. All right. Well, speaking of celebrating, yes. I want to know where you uh, have a great, great, a wonderful ambiance spot at uh, Jack's Cafe. The ambiance is fantastic. 
Now, why do you want good ambiance when you're there? Well, you're going to spend your hard-earned money on a fine meal. Jack's Cafe understands for the last three generations that you do want a nice place. You want a great meal, and you want some wonderful, I don't know, things to look at, like the back patio that's all decorated for whatever season it is. Jack's Cafe is online, J-A-X-C-A-F-E.com. Even now, the why are we still here season? The, okay, exactly. Okay. <laughs> they will celebrate those Viking wins, of course, at okay, Jack's Cafe. Right. You uh, give them a buzz at 612 612- Seven eight nine seventy two ninety seven. If you want to make a reservations, or if you want to inquire about your Super Bowl party that you're going to have with the Vikings in the Super Bowl this year, you can make your reservations now. They can accommodate up to three hundred people. If you're just going to go for date night, why not ask your server for the rookie GL VIP date night menu? Two people. This is a a four-course meal, includes a bottle of wine for less than $100. They do it right at Jack's Cafe, 612-789-7297 online. Thanks, Billy. Uh, Jackscafe.com. And since the mayor isn't here today, you know what you and I are going to do? The money you save at Jack's, what are you going to do? We're going to do our ads back-to-back. Take that, mayor. If you don't like it, show up. (laughs) 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 What are you waiting for? This is Ricey for my friend Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. You can call Josh and get a different point of view and get your financial future in order. Sound retirement planning is important, and that's what Josh does. I have worked with Josh, and uh, I can tell you that he will give you sage advice, and he won't sugarcoat things. With today's market volatility, it's volatility, very tough word there. Volatility. It's more important than ever to work with a professional (laughs) who understands your needs, a professional who understands financial markets and the options available to help you reach your goals. Call Josh for a complimentary, no-obligation consultation. No sales pitch, just straight talk. Number is 952-925-5608. Josh, Mr. Money Talk is uh, your guy. Call him. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments uh, involve risk. And by the way, yes, I would be retired on Josh's uh, sage advice. If P.J. Fleck wasn't or still around to make fun of him, fun of him. he is, uh, you know, he is the reason. He's got me to sign a new two-year contract. You go. That's what you got. All right, let's wrap her up here. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and Johnny Height's going to give us some news. All right. Did we bomb anybody today? <laughs> Johnny Height in the uh, Monday Night Sports Talk Garage Logic Newsroom. This is my first uh, sports uh, broadcast podcast. Wow. Holy podcast. cow. Yes. John, did you, did you do news on Monday Night Sports Talk? Did we do uh, it? I know. Did I, was, I never, wasn't here yet. Well, you, so when did Just that, Saturday. You did Saturday. When was your first year? Uh, oh, my John first year was Saturdays forever. Yeah. 2001. I oh, yeah. Because right. I think that one ended about 95, and then Mondays ended mm-hmm. about 95. Yes. And, yeah. And yeah, then we pretty close uh, then we went with Saturday. Yeah, you were. Some the ultimate summer hours. That was the biggest scam ever. Not only were we doing one show a week, we had to reduce it to an hour and a half on uh, on summer in the summer. Got to cut back. Joe oh. had to leave at seven thirty because he might, you know, so he could get home before dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
My all things have changed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> couple sports notes. Vikings, of course, as we've been talking about, move on in the NFL playoffs, beating New Orleans. Next week, if you're planning your weekend, they play San Francisco in San Francisco, a 335 game Saturday. Late Only afternoon. the NFL would prefer to play in San Francisco at, at one thirty in the afternoon than Green Bay and this you know, they're right. hoping like hell for a, it's supposed to be twenty five or something, but they're hoping for hell like <laughs> you know, the NFL are evil SOBs. Because they you know, there's no sense that uh that the late games are the bad weather games, but they're better for ratings. But so, don't yeah. the one seeds always play on Saturday of this week? Because Baltimore's the other Saturday game. I don't think there's any. The TV, they play when TV wants them to. I don't think oh. it's a set formula. Okay. Uh, the Packers play uh, 540 Sunday. They'll play the Seahawks at Lambeau Field. The 540 I'd rather kickoff. be playing the Eagles with uh, yeah. Josh McCown. Josh McCown at quarterback. How bad's the guy's concussion? What's? Well, I, I was telling Johnny that they, I, I can't remember if they mentioned this in the broadcast or if I read it on Twitter, because, you know, I was having a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they brought Wentz's uh, wife down to the locker room because they okay. thought it was that bad. Really? Yeah. 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 It's uh, too bad because that was, that was a cheap hit on him, I thought. I, I didn't care for the hit. By Clowney. Uh-huh. Uh, one other football note uh, Packer fans may be interested in, uh, Mike McCarthy, their former yeah. head coach. Going to coach the Dallas Cowboys got a five-year deal from Dallas. <laughs> Did you read the Jason Garrett story that he wouldn't leave? Yeah, what? So they kept they kept telling around. him he was done, and he kept saying, "No, you don't want to do this." And he never like kept showing up at the office for like what? week. He's like Sid and I at the Star Tribune. We won't leave. <laughs> he, did, he, did, he did the exit things with players yeah, on the roster, sure. just like he was coming back to yeah. coach. Hey, I, we'll you know had see you next year. year. Had a good year, and you know we'll yeah. find a way to use you. That kind of thing. <laughs> when they, everybody already knew yeah, he was gone. It was uh, Jay Glazer reported. He says the damnedest thing ever. They kept saying, "No, Jason, you're finished," well, and he kept showing up. Hey, my key card's not working. Yeah, we know. And Jerry, Jerry likes the milk toast guy so much that he would. Throw him, yeah. He wouldn't ban oh. him from the building, so he kept showing up. Wow. Uh, well, because he knows he's never getting a head coaching job again. Well, you know, there were rumors what month ago in the season that he might, the Giants might be interested Ooh. in him. But, uh, wow. you know, I guess after you've had Pat Shermer, you'll uh, take. Uh, <laughs> what is this Stefanski bull crap, by the way? What do you mean? A year ago, he was lucky to get the you know the, the the offensive coordinator job, and now all of a sudden he's a hot ticket. Why? You know why? Why? You know why? Did anybody watch the Packers game? He's the young, good-looking offensive he guru. Ain't that good-looking. He, he yeah, doesn't he's give me good looking. Yeah, I mean, you're just, that, no, he just give me urges. Okay. No, no. <laughs> yeah. no. that was an odd. Took an odd turn. Yeah, yeah that's right. but that's why we ha- all why? were infatuated with the Sean McVay a year ago. That's why they. Uh, Green Bay hired Lafleur. That's yeah. Well, I don't know. It's he's not getting a head coaching job for God. Well, there's sake. only how many openings are there? Three? Cleveland's still open. Right? Cleveland, Cleveland Giants. If he does, if he does, it'd be an abject failure. Let me say that. Right wow. Now. <laughs> yeah, he's. His these great play calling comes from Kubiak talking in his ear. That's what it comes from. He's the puppet. Yes, right. In news, the president. Shermer will be back if he gets the job. Yeah, I think so too. Will be back. I was wondering about that. Yeah, Shermer I think Shermer's uh, chance of being a head coach again is no. It'll take somebody to get fired in the thirteenth week uh, if that is ever going to happen. 
presidential campaign of former Vice President Joe Biden has made its first Minnesota hire. Corey Day, a former executive director of the DFL party, will serve as Biden's senior advisor in Minnesota. Uh, Day started today, Monday. He's the DFL's top staffer for nearly eight years through the end of 2018. Previously worked for presidential campaigns of John Kerry. How old's Joe now? 75? 70. I thought he was 77. I don't think I don't think anybody should be president who's older than me, because <laughs> I can't even find my Six, glasses. Seven, seven. And this guy's supposed to be running, you know, deciding whether we're going to uh, go to war with Iran. Or well, not. all I know is Michael Bloomberg. I found out on TV he has increased life expectancy. So I damn yes. you know how you know how you live a long life. He can be real short. He's about five five. I, when uh, when Sid got my son and I great tickets from Stein. Brenner for the Yankee series. Uh-huh. Uh, when was it? A-Rod hadn't been popped for steroids yet. So uh, <laughs> it was uh, in Bloomberg, the second row, the front row in front of us was the mayoral box, and Bloomberg was in front of us, which is a great place because you could see right over him sitting there. <laughs> little tiny you guy. You get a tall hat two, on. Uh, two uh, daughters who seemed personable and a, and a, and a wife, but... That's when I knew there was something up with A-Rod, though, because you couldn't see the train when he was in the on-deck circle. (laughs) I remember talking to him when he was a kid, and now he's this massive human being. He looks like McGuire, you know. The uh, Mideast... Let's what do, happened today? Let's do a roundup and, okay. and see where we can, uh, you know. Uh, let's see, see, Pat, this is the part of the show where John does the news and all the GLers get mad at him because they he get, shows his bias towards the president. I, I actually just read real news Fine, about Trump, but they say <laughs> I'm picking on him all okay. the time. So. All right. Downtown <laughs> Tehran brought to a standstill Monday as hundreds of thousands of mourners flooded the Iranian Yeah, Uber capital. was not running good in Tehran the last couple of days. <laughs> they were honoring Qasim Soleimani. He's the general killed in that U.S. air strike. Uh, Homeland Security. Good, good job on that name, Johnny. I had no shot. <laughs> I, I always just fake it. I, mm-hmm. I never know if I'm mm-hmm. right. Homeland Security here in the U.S. has activated a terrorism alert, not only for physical attacks, but for cyber attacks. How are we doing at the airport? Have we upgraded her to code yeah, red? I don't know what what we're doing at the airport. Uh, my friend that works at the airport uh, has not reported to me yet, but uh, mm-hmm. I think we're uh, uh, things are running they're smoothly. Gonna, they're not going to pick on a local airline. Don't worry about it. No, You're things are running smoothly. Yeah. Iran also has a sophisticated network of hackers, so uh, we're being warned about cyber attacks that could happen mm-hmm. to various systems around the U.S. Uh, meanwhile, the president doubling down, insisting again on Sunday that Iranian cultural sites are fair game for U.S. military. Oh, good. Let's blow up some stuff oh. from the 1600s. There, and that, the, that the, of course, would violate, violate international law. <laughs> but but my, my pointing out that will, of course, have yes, people sending right. me yes, emails right, saying, right. John, the, the hate must stop. This is Persia. You yeah. know that's Persia, don't you? Yeah. The, uh, one of the great old Babylon, for God's sakes. He also says, now, Iraq, not Iran, but Iraq, they're Parliament has voted to kick all of our U.S. soldiers yes, right. out. He says, Are we going to bomb them, too? While he says in retaliation, they'll have, quote, punishing sanctions put on them if, uh, if, if they do get rid of all of our troops. Uh, there is a report this hour that U.S. Army is telling Iraq it is preparing to move out, and they've sent an official letter saying that. It's hard to keep up with all mm-hmm. this. Yes, it is. A strange tweet from the president yesterday, too. There's a difference between me agitating Gopher fans. <laughs> yes. Yeah, slight. Yeah. You think a slight difference? Yeah. Yeah. 
and so the uh, chief executive officer of the United States of America <laughs> yeah. running policy on Twitter. That's uh, uh, well, just a slight. Yeah, the, the scale's pretty. Uh, it, it's funny. Well, we both enjoy it, but uh, you know. it's funny that you should mention it like that, Patrick, because uh, the story I was just going to read was his tweet from yesterday saying these media posts will serve as notification to the U.S. Congress. That should Iran strike strike any U.S. person or target? Oh, this is it. This is all you get is read my Twitter yeah, account. Con- You'll con- know right away. You'll know right away. He said the United States will quickly and fully strike back, and perhaps in a disproportionate manner. Yeah, I saw the disproportionate. I wonder who spelled disproportionate. But, uh, <laughs> he oh, said wow. such legal notice to Congress is not required, but it's given nevertheless on Twitter. <laughs> so, what, a, what a guy. Democrats, of course, yeah. said uh, you, you can't really do that. The War mm-hmm. Powers Act says you can't do that. So yeah. We'll leave it at that. There are other things going on in uh, the Mideast, too. These next uh, there. seven and a half months are going to be awfully interesting. Oh, oh they are. God. They are. But, you know, if uh, if the uh, Democrats uh, nominate Bernie or somebody like that, they're getting what they deserve. <laughs> yep, Exactly. <laughs> That, uh, if it's Bernie versus this guy, I'm sitting her out. Thank you very much. <laughs> Nobody sit. older than me should be president. You know what you're going to give him, though? I'll see you in Fort Myers. Yeah, yeah. I'll see you in yeah. Fort Myers. God almighty. Uh, one other. Speaking uh, of which, I'm going to be out of here tomorrow. Oh, oh yes. I suppose, yeah, January 7th. Yeah, it's later. I went last year a week earlier. When do we report? Isn't it, is it early again this year? Not for a while. I'm, I'm definitely the advanced troop. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm at when to the, when to the uh, February 12th, I think. February 12th. Because they start March. But I'm hoping for a pitching camp or uh, sure. some early arrivers. You know, I want to see a guy like Ozzy Arcia teaching Mookie Snow how to play outfield. That's the kind of stuff. Right. You don't get that anywhere else. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wonder why. Uh, Deputies with the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office responding to reports of someone screaming for help at a neighbor's home on December 29th. After they got there, the Lake Worth Beach home, the deputies soon discovered the supposed victim was actually a parrot named Rambo. (laughs) Homeowner was changing the brakes on his car in the garage when the deputies got there and said a neighbor had called to report there's a woman screaming inside. The owner then introduced Rambo to the officers. He said, I was changing the brakes. Uh, Rambo was on his outside perch where he sings and talks. Sometime later, four police officers showed up saying a neighbor called. I promptly introduced the officers to Rambo. We all had a good laugh. Luckily, the neighbor also had a good laugh. Uh, the man said, sometimes Rambo yells, help, 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 let me out. It's something I taught him when I was a kid, and Rambo lived in a cage. John, I has never been fully explained to me how a bird... Can talk. I, I don't. And know then I, I want to. I want to someday be informed of this. And if you're a big believer in the higher power, and aren't we all? Uh, <laughs> why would he decide to let a bird talk and not a rhinoceros or some damn thing? I, I just don't get it. I think that's something that really can't be explained. But when you die and go to the pearly gates, I'm gonna ask. Lord. Before you let me in here, <laughs> before right. you make your decision, I got a question here. Why do you let cockatoos and parrots, cockatoos speak to you? Yep, I think so, sure. Yeah. And, and we'll go with that. Yeah, or they say something yeah. anyway. But parrots can give you a speech, yeah, right? Yeah, they can talk. I don't get it. Well, I, I don't get it. St. Peter's going to do this. 
Uh, can you bring the ledger over for Mr. Royce and that big leather ledger that they open up in page 8426 will tell you and why. I'm going to ask him also, do you sh- truly show videos? Does everybody get to see what oh, the yeah. behavior was? <laughs> and if they say... Yes, I said, yeah, let me, you know. Can I borrow mine for five minutes? Send me back to limbo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just staying at nice neutral ground. Or could it be like your theory on, was it the beetle? Didn't evolve, or was it monkeys? Yeah, oh, was or ticks. ticks? Yeah, the ticks. They didn't no evolve. Ambition. They didn't evolve. No, no ambition. No, no, no ambition. No ambition. They just sit there and do what they've always done: suck a little blood when nobody's looking. You know? Why did they evolve? Charmin you know? uh, has invented a new robot that will bring you your toilet paper. Uh, America, we're getting lazier by the minute. <laughs> It'll bring your your toilet paper. I know who else. You, you bring it to yourself at Costco in a great big, you know, <laughs> gigantic, gigantic toilet boxes. If you were stranded <laughs> in the commode without a roll, it can bring it to you. The bathroom, the last bastion of privacy from high tech, now has its own robot thanks to Procter & Gamble Charmin's GoLab. So Senator Larry Craig is out of a job <laughs> yeah, now. Right. they got robots replacing him. <laughs> Anxiety plagued Mr. Whipple and his pleas of please don't squeeze the Charmin during the long-running ad campaign. Couldn't have predicted his product would regain the spotlight for a robot. That, that guy brings- was creepy, man. Mr. Whipple. Mr. Whipple was creepy. <laughs> or Senator Craig. <laughs> well, both. Both. I tell you, he changed my uh, urinating stance for a few years, though. I'll tell you that. Just if, uh, I, if I was in, you know, I'm not a tall guy. Right. But, yeah. You know, some some of these airport ones are a little thin. Right. So you, you got, you know. You got to stand. Uh, you got to stand very differently. You, you know? know, he changed um, he changed the procedure for many guys, basically saying, Holy crap, I hope I'm not sending a signal and just here to get one job done here. Sometimes I'm a man. Yes. (laughs) You're not sending signals. You're halfway through and you realize, oh, God, I better bring my feet together. (laughs) Right. Right. It made you question. Uh, According to studies at Procter & Gamble sites, on average, people use the bathroom six to seven times a day and spend an average of 156 hours a year on the uh, toilet. It's not... Not in all age groups. <laughs> uh, there's uh, there's some other new products they've come up with, too. First, we told you about the Rollbot. That's the, the robot that can bring you your toilet paper. Uh-huh. There's also something called Smell Sense. It's, uh, all this stuff is needless. Yeah, well, needless and, and it won't be on the market, they say, until at least 2021 or mm-hmm. two. So mm-hmm. uh, they also have VIP. P-E-E, get it? V-I-P. Oh, V-I-P. Those are, uh, let's see, uh, it's uh, when you're at a portable toilet, say like a concert or an event, uh, it's a premium. Or a Viking Packer game. Right. <laughs> a premium experience, they're calling it, enhanced with Oculus Rift. Hey, S- Leroy, get that Sherman bot in here. <laughs> VR to transport. A missing, uh, you can't miss out anything at the concert or the well, game. Well, I, I read uh, something the other day on products that are going out of business. And uh, I think paper towels were one of them because really? uh, the youth of America prefers yep. the uh, reusable. Blow, oh, the that, really? Because they figure there's more sanitary or something. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Youth like of, the towels. youth of America is uh, nuts, by the way. <laughs> Well, we're worried about, you know, plastic straws and yeah. things of that nature. Right. Well, Cars that drive I, themselves. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's, that's that's the epitome of laziness. Cars, mm-hmm. I fight with my kids all the time. 
Yeah, this is the no. It's not. You should pay attention and drive your own car. I agree. Except if you got a self-driving car, then you can text, right? Yes, you can do whatever you and want. Tweet. Yeah, text, summer tweet. You don't have to pull over. I have to taunt golfer fans. Yes. <laughs> In Canada, a Regina driver who took an apple waiting for a train to pass was awakened with sirens blaring and a ticket. Which seems little yeah. unfair. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? What do you do? Fall asleep? Yep. Constable Mike Steele, an officer with the Regina Police Services Traffic Safety Unit, tweeted the incident from his social media account Friday. The officer said he was stopped on Ring Road for a passing train. When the train passed and the light stopped flashing, Steele's lane still wasn't moving. Traffic was blocked for almost a minute. He said he pulled up beside the vehicle that was holding up traffic and found the driver sleeping. Steele woke the driver by turning his lights and sirens on. He then gave the driver a $280 ticket. What? Yep. For driving without due care and attention. (laughs) Those on social media were quick to debate the issue like Patrick just did. One person tweeted, to be fair, if it was the train crossing on Ring Road, he can't really be blamed. We know how long a delay (laughs) that can take. The officer followed up his original tweet asking critics if it would be okay for a driver to be passed out from drugs or alcohol saying he shouldn't be given a break since he wasn't moving. Well, cops can be jackasses. There's no doubt about it. The first British astronaut to go into space has claimed aliens do exist, and it's possible they're living right among us here on Earth. Mm-hmm. Speaking to the Observer... Well, one might be president. <laughs> <laughs> that was Patrick, that folks. Was Patrick. That was not John Hyde. Don't yes. send me email. This is Monday Night Sports Talk. This is not Garage Logic. Speaking to the Observer. They're not going to care. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking to the Observer magazine, Dr. Helen Sharman said there's no two ways about it. Aliens exist. She added, there are so many billions of stars out there in the universe, there must be all sorts of different life forms. Dr. Sharman said, although aliens may not be made up of carbon and nitrogen like us, it's possible they're right here now, and we just can't. Maybe those them. are parrots. Maybe parrots are the uh, aliens. <laughs> hey, John, I, Brooke, were you the, uh, were you the were you the producer the day I walked in to replace Joe and went into a immediate? Uh, yes. yes. When yes, I went that, into a, uh, immediate. Today we're going to straighten you out on. It was oh, a take. Oh, remember what it was? Oh, you filled that on GL. Last time he ever had me on again. That's because it went. Zoop. It was. I don't know how many lines it was, but it was an explosion. Oh, you were tossing out hot takes, were well, you? I came in and just said, hey, today I'm filling in for the mayor. He might be back. And I, I can't remember what I started Oh, you were off. just, you were just. Oh, I. It was fish I, I started yeah, off like something. What frauds whining small business people are. And, uh, you know, <laughs> oh, I, I can't remember what it was. He we're, just we're went to town. He it was like he was deep sea fishing at <laughs> eight holes. Well, let me ask you, Rook, was that, would that uh, have outperformed the day Mishki filled in and claimed Joe had died? Uh, No, no, it was uh, that he had cancer. cancer. And Joe didn't like the karma of being associated with that. And then, uh, so, yeah, we are a little more selective on our... uh, Tommy actually uh, one night said I had died. He said I was killed in a car crash. (laughs) Remember Tom Tom Garrison? Yes. He's filling in for me. So, uh, Mishki... Introduced him by and Mishki, you know, he can be very sincere. Yes, yes. She said, "I'm really sorry to report Tom Garrison's here filling in for Johnny tonight because, well, we lost Johnny in a car crash." And then went on to do the news. 
didn't make any more of a nope. deal out of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which is unfortunate. And here's Tom Garrison with the news. <laughs> well, that'd be like the ride. That'd be like. Uh, what's coming up what's on the ride? What's coming up on the ride? <laughs> Ricey, uh, Ricey got killed in a car crash today. What's that mean for the ride? <laughs> more importantly, stay what's late? It? Do yeah, I need to stay late? Exactly. <laughs> what's it mean for me? Right. Right. I need to Am make I the light. Make the light or not? <laughs> Making the light. Somebody asked me the other day, I don't know, was it? I love to listen to you guys. Did he really have to make the light? I said, yes. I said, the only guy who could stop him was Mr. Hubbard. I said, <laughs> and you still might say, hey, Chairman, I got to get the light here. Because <laughs> that was Mishki's line, wasn't it something to the effect of, Sure is a shame what happened to the news about Joe. Or he yeah. Said, yeah. <laughs> he said like about Kim, like, oh, my God. And my face was just, it was a blank stare, just like working with Royce uh, that day going. The best Michigan ever, though, was when he, you were there. Were you at the Christmas party? Yes. They had him. He was kind of emceeing the whole damn thing. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. But they had him taking out the winners out of the box. And that's when Conus was, had 300 employees around here. And they'd won like three in a row. And Mishki said, and for the big grand prize, he said, oh, there's another conus. And he threw it back. <laughs> and I, I got, people went insane. They went insane because back then it was a, what, a 50-inch television exactly. that was it's worth money. You know? Oh, my God. <laughs> he threw it back in there, and Jitty went nuts. They all went nuts. Oh, Plus, not, not only did he do crazy things like that, but jumping off the uh, riverboat, on the St. Oh, yeah, Croix, on into the, uh, the water. Uh, that's probably the last Hubbard uh, radio station uh, gathering on a... It was one of those boats with the paddle wheel. On Diamo, I think it was, or something oh, like that on the St. Croix. <laughs> yeah, he jumped, jumped in the off. Water. Yeah, I mean, from a height, though, it's not like jumping <laughs> off this table. Yeah. It was... 20 feet in the air. He was a Bills fan attempting to break the yeah. table in half. Yeah. Oh, oh, I bet your Bills fans were not happy. Uh, they did didn't, you hear uh, from them? They didn't. Uh, the ones that I was in communication with were not taking it very well. Do you think Kirk would have stood up when, as Deshaun did when those two guys uh, damn near killed him? That was unbelievable. Well, what was funny about that play, had one they of them let up, up, he would have gone down because they ran into each other. But what I'm saying is, everybody's how can they miss those tackles? They didn't miss them. They no, hit him as hard yeah. as you could hit him. Yeah. It's wow. a shame, too, because, yeah, I think had they, what would have been great is if they had done that and they were playing at New England. Josh <laughs> Allen is a nice young man, but he's not an accurate passer. No, he's not. I saw him in Wyomania. You oh, know? I suppose. He yes. was a very fine one of the finest home Wyomania quarterbacks I saw, but uh, he's not accurate. No, that's and he, always going to be a problem. Also, tended to panic a little the other day when yes. that. Well, and when he's attempting weird. to throw passes to his running backs in the flat, he throws it as hard <laughs> as he does a twenty-yard yes, pass so. down the seam. Touch yeah. is a nice thing to have, yeah. but. The nice, nice. Uh, what have they lost? Six straight playoff games, right? Yeah, they, they haven't. They that? haven't yeah. won a playoff game since '95. They got the right coach now, though. I think. Oh, McDermott's okay. a good coach. Yeah, yeah, I think he's good. But uh, you, uh, we got to uh, get the date for Las Vegas. I already am working on it. Yeah, uh, that's the road trip next the Bills. year. Ooh. I am. I'm not going to start drinking again. But, and I think. My, but if I do, I think. My, no, I, think, I don't ride the bus. I think my commitment to sobriety will be reinforced when I see yeah. yes. thirty thousand Bills fans take over Vegas. Uh-huh. I texted our guy Sharkman, and yeah. I just said, "Bills are in Vegas." Yeah. He says, "Oh dear God." <laughs> 
be there. Oh, God, yeah. I hope yeah. he makes his, a trip, his too. His Twitter account makes me tired. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Tired because he's so, so he's everywhere. In many well, places he is, yeah. He oh. was in Hong Kong yesterday watching yeah. the Viking game, and he said, I forget the name of the bar. He goes, and the and the whatever bar goes <laughs> wild. This, he's the it, only one in there. Is he on business, or is this one of his I think, he, I think this is business. I haven't been seeing his yeah. stuff lately. Oh, jeez. So. He's everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's unbelievable. My, one of the greatest ever is he... <laughs> I was I did a piece for our website on one of his trips, you know, back when I was writing for the website some, and he was went to uh, Asia with some of his buddies, you mm-hmm. know, a couple of ex Johnnies, and they go over there and do. It. But he was he was at uh, an event in which, but he was still working at Target and trying to hold on his job. But he was at an event where they bet on midget boxing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> in the Philippines or some damn thing, and he said it was there. Everybody's betting on midget boxing, and uh, and it didn't. Uh, boy, I got a dirty look uh, the other night. By the way, uh, from a couple of people, I, I was watching the Cottage Grove Woodbury nine-year-old hockey game. Yep, and uh, Wood, Cottage Grove was good, and they were pummeling our our Woodbury team, and. Uh, and uh, the goalie was, like, terrific. Stood on his head. Yeah. I said, they got a 14-year-old midget playing goalie for this team. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the parents, the parents say, this kid's 14. He's just small. He's a 14-year-old. Danny midget. Almonte is playing. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> is it, you say some necks were craning People to see look, who, the yeah, hell. who the hell would say something like that. <laughs> What's, that's, that's another great loss to America. What's that? You can't just routinely say midget, midget anymore. No, no, you can't. I mean, what's wrong with midget? There's a big controversy. We had it on GL Dickinson Midgets in Dickinson, North Dakota. Oh, yeah. And they had, a, they had did, representatives did they finally, of little people did, did come in. Did they finally change it? No, they're considering it. They're considering Ooh. it. Well, the midget hockey for years, it was midget hockey. Yes. And now I think they call it little person 13 and under. Oh, yeah, right. Little person. Right. Yeah, 12 and under or something like that. We're done, huh? The you combo are, platter. Oh, it's the a combo fun platter. You know what we, we used to say on Mondays when the uh, Saturdays when the mayor didn't show up. One, two, Who three. Needs him. <laughs> Who needs him? All right, check it all out. Uh, Garage Logic gear. We got it at garagelogic.com. If you would like to order any apparel, you just go to garagelogic.com. It's sitting right there. Catch you next time. Monday Night Sports Talk Podcast and Garage Logic. <laughs>